This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Tuesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Nutrition policy is shaping up to be a hot topic in the upcoming Farm Bill, and a handful of Tuesday developments underscored the challenges facing lawmakers as they develop the legislation. To begin the day, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy sent a letter to President Joe Biden detailing actions House Republicans are hoping to pursue during the looming debt ceiling negotiations. Among that list was a desire to strengthen work requirements for those without dependents who can work. The topic was also frequently discussed at a House Ag Committee hearing today featuring testimony from Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack. He defended USDA's actions to recalculate the benefits for the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program and said it should happen more often. Because there are changes in consumption patterns, there are changes obviously in food prices, uh, there are changes in physical activity uh, uh, in families, there are multiple factors that need to take, be taken into consideration. Uh, so I, I think that it's important for folks to understand that this needs to be done on a periodic basis. If you do it once every 45 years, you're going to see... Uh, uh, an increase. You're going to see a pretty significant increase. The hearing also included some sharp words across the aisle over SNAP. House Ag Ranking Member David Scott of Georgia criticized a proposal from one of his Republican colleagues to tighten work requirements for the program. Agripulse recently reported an estimate that Dusty Johnson's bill would kick 1.5 million seniors and families with school-aged children off of SNAP. An analysis published by the Center on Budget and Policy Priorities has much more dire data. But South Dakota Republican Dusty Johnson defended his bill, saying efforts to denounce it were not helpful in addressing the underlying issue. The reality is that uh, when we use words like extreme to talk about work requirements, let's, uh, let's review the facts. Uh, were these work requirements extreme when they were put into place uh, with Democrats and Republicans working together in 1996? Were those work requirements extreme when a bipartisan group of Democrats or Republicans stood together to renew them in farm bill after farm bill? Are they extreme, sir, in the way that they are being uh, implemented and deployed in your state of Georgia? After the hearing, committee chair Glenn Thompson declines to prejudge whether or not work requirements would be changed in the farm bill, but did note language is already on the books. Another hearing focused on the challenges brought about by the infant formula shortage that started in 2022. Former Food and Drug Administration official Frank Giannis said the issue did not cause the kind of sweeping changes it should have. A clear and transparent understanding of what took place and the contributing factors that allowed it to occur have remained elusive. While we stand here today, more than a year since the recall, it is my view that the state of the infant formula industry today is not much different than it was then. He says the food safety system is currently fragile and could be challenged again. The nation remains one outbreak, one tornado, flood, or cyber attack away from finding itself in a similar place to that of February 17, 2022. Giannis said a planned reorganization of the FDA to create a new position with food safety oversight would be helpful but insufficient. Jackie Fatka has more in her story on agripulse.com. Finally today, a new partnership between Farmer Mac and Indigo aims to pay producers for their sustainability efforts. A new program will offer interest rate rebate payments to participating farmers for performing certain practices and providing agronomic data.
Eligible producers can access a three-year quarter of a percent interest rate rebate payment on their principal balance of a qualifying Farmer Mac Farm mortgage. Eligible practices could include reduced tillage, cover crops, crop rotation, or nitrogen optimization. The program is currently available through lenders working with farmers in Nebraska, Minnesota, and the Dakotas. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's episode of AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Tell the Securities and Exchange Commission not to regulate farmers like Wall Street. Ask your lawmakers to support the Protect Farmers from the SEC Act. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.